Welcome to MediBlurb Cardiology Headlines from 2023, Part 2. The Lodestar study aimed to compare the efficacy and safety of rosuvastatin versus atorvastatin in 4,400 adults with coronary artery disease. This randomized open-label multicenter trial assigned participants to either rosuvastatin or atorvastatin. The primary outcome evaluated over three years was a composite of all-cause death, myocardial infarction, stroke, or coronary revascularization. Secondary outcomes included safety concerns like new-onset diabetes, heart failure hospitalizations, and cataract surgery. Results showed comparable efficacy between the two drugs regarding the primary outcome, with 8.7% of the rosuvastatin group and 8.2% of the atorvastatin group experiencing these events. Rosuvastatin led to lower LDL cholesterol levels, but increased incidences of new-onset diabetes requiring medication, 7.2% versus 5.3%, and cataract surgery, 2.5% versus 1.5%. In summary, rosuvastatin and atorvastatin demonstrated similar effectiveness in preventing major cardiovascular events in adults with coronary artery disease. However, rosuvastatin was associated with a higher risk of developing diabetes needing treatment and undergoing cataract surgery, despite its better performance in reducing LDL cholesterol. This study was published in the BMJ, October 2023. Bempedoic acid, an inhibitor of ATP citrate lyase, reduces LDL cholesterol with few muscle-related side effects. Its impact on cardiovascular outcomes was studied in the CLEAR Outcomes trial, which compared daily bempedoic acid, 180 mg, against a placebo. Almost 14,000 statin intolerant patients who had a history of or were at high risk for cardiovascular disease, including coronary artery disease, symptomatic peripheral arterial disease, and cerebrovascular atherosclerotic disease, were followed for a median of 40.6 months. The primary focus was major cardiovascular events like death, myocardial infarction, stroke, and coronary revascularization. The bempedoic acid group showed a significant LDL cholesterol reduction of 29.2 mg per deciliter compared to the placebo. Major cardiovascular events were lower in the bempedoic acid group at 11.7% versus the placebo at 13.3%. Notable reductions were observed in myocardial infarction and coronary revascularization. However, there was no significant effect on stroke or cardiovascular death. Side effects of bempedoic acid included higher incidences of gout, cholelithiasis, and minor increases in serum creatinine, uric acid, and hepatic enzymes. In conclusion, bempedoic acid effectively lowers the risk of major cardiovascular events in statin intolerant patients, but with an increased risk for certain other conditions. This study was published in the New England Journal of Medicine, March 2023. 
The BioVasc trial conducted across 29 hospitals in Europe investigated the optimal timing of percutaneous coronary intervention in patients with acute coronary syndrome and multivessel coronary disease. This open-label, non-inferiority, randomized trial included patients aged 18 to 85 years who were assigned to either immediate complete revascularization, meaning PCI of all significant lesions during the index procedure, or staged complete revascularization, meaning initial PCI of just the culprit lesion, followed by PCI of other lesions within six weeks. From June 2018 to October 2021, 764 patients underwent immediate revascularization and 761 underwent staged revascularization. The primary outcome was a composite of all-cause mortality, myocardial infarction, unplanned ischemia-driven revascularization, or cerebrovascular events at one year. Non-inferiority was indicated if the hazard ratio for the primary outcome did not exceed 1.39. Results showed that immediate revascularization was non-inferior to staged revascularization, with a primary outcome occurrence of 7.6% in the immediate group and 9.4% in the staged group, a hazard ratio of 0.78. The immediate group had significantly fewer myocardial infarctions and unplanned revascularizations. In conclusion, the BioVast trial found that immediate complete revascularization in patients with acute coronary syndrome and multivessel coronary disease was non-inferior to staged revascularization and led to reduced incidences of myocardial infarction and unplanned revascularizations. The findings suggest immediate revascularization as a preferred approach, although patient and lesion characteristics may warrant consideration for delayed revascularization. This study was published in The Lancet, March 2023. The ELAN trial assessed the timing of initiation of direct oral anticoagulants, or DOACs, in patients presenting with acute ischemic stroke and non-valvular atrial fibrillation and not on therapeutic anticoagulation. This open-label study spanning 103 sites in 15 countries involved randomly assigning participants to either early or late anticoagulation. Early anticoagulation was within 48 hours after a minor or moderate stroke or six to seven days post-major stroke. Later anticoagulation was three to four days after minor, six to seven days after moderate, or 12 to 14 days after major stroke. The primary outcome was a mix of recurrent ischemic stroke, systemic embolism, major extracranial bleeding, symptomatic intracranial hemorrhage, or vascular death within 30 days. The trial included 2,013 participants, split almost equally between the early and later anticoagulation groups. Results showed a 2.9% incidence of primary outcomes in the early group versus 4.1% in the later group at 30 days. Early treatment led to fewer recurrent ischemic strokes at 30 days at 1.4% versus 2.5% in the later group. Similar findings were seen at 90 days. Symptomatic intracranial hemorrhage was low and equal in both groups at 0.2%. 
The study concluded that early initiation of DOAX could potentially lower the risk of major adverse events like recurrent strokes without increasing the risk significantly over 90 days. The ELAN trial was designed to offer qualitative insights rather than test statistical superiority, but the trial supports early anticoagulation when indicated. This study was published in the New England Journal of Medicine, May 2023. The SELECT trial investigated the effectiveness of semaglutide in reducing cardiovascular risk in individuals who were overweight or obese but did not have diabetes. This multi-centered, double-blind, randomized, placebo-controlled trial targeted patients aged 45 or older with pre-existing cardiovascular disease and a body mass index of 27 or higher. Out of the over 17,000 participants, half received weekly subcutaneous semaglutide injections, 2.4 milligrams, and half received a placebo. The primary endpoint was a composite of death from cardiovascular causes, non-fatal myocardial infarction, or non-fatal stroke. The average treatment duration was around 34.2 months, with a follow-up period of approximately 39.8 months. The trial's results were significant. In the semaglutide group, 6.5% experienced a primary cardiovascular event, compared to 8% in the placebo group, indicating a 20% reduction in major adverse cardiac events with semaglutide. However, adverse events leading to discontinuation were higher in the semaglutide group at 16.6% than in the placebo group at 8.2%. In summary, weekly semaglutides significantly reduced the incidence of major cardiovascular events in patients with pre-existing cardiovascular disease and overweight or obesity, but without diabetes, over an average follow-up of nearly 40 months demonstrating its potential as a beneficial treatment in this population. This study was published in the New England Journal of Medicine, November 2023. For Mediblurb, I'm Dr. Jim Dwyer.